0: My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy radio show. I'm so glad you're here. Take the time to become part of the Stay Healthy Family by tuning into the show Monday through Friday. Guess what? Great guest, awesome topics, and welcome to the new station. I'm so glad that many of you are here. A lot of you have been listening to me for a long time. I'm in my fourth decade on the air and you know, going into my fifth decade. Oh my goodness. And a lot of you have been with me through station changes over the years and this is just another station change. I'm so excited that we actually get to be simulcasting and welcome to the show and welcome back if you've been with me for a long time. Every day, Monday through Friday, we talk about the things that are going to be here to help us get healthy, be healthy and stay healthy. We're going to talk about the things that are really important for us to be able to feel better with. And we're going to talk about all the available compliments and alternatives that are at our fingertips we want to be able to do that so that's what we do here on the show and then I send you to stay healthy health food store stay healthy is Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley they make it really easy to get healthy be healthy and stay healthy and they do that because they have found a way to carry the best of the best have the most knowledgeable informed educated and passionate staff They're a fully-packed, full-service store. You are welcomed in, and they want to work with you, talk to you, and help you clear up the misconfusion, the craziness, and all of the misinformation that's out there. There's just so much of it, and you're going to love going there. They're going to be your go-to place for everything health and nutrition. They're in their fourth decade with good reason. They're Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer with good reason because of the service that they provide And because you finally have that go-to place, you'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. And remember, you can always uh, call them up if you want to do mail orders. They want to make it convenient for you. Um, Some people just can't get away and they'd rather have things sent to their office or their homes. They can do that as well. And then we're going to have busy times when we can't run in and spend all the time we like to spend at the store, but they can at least get it together for you so you can tell them what you need. Then run in, swoop in, pick it up and be on your way. 877-2494, 877-2494. And of course, visit their newly revamped webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address, start getting newsletters and coupons and all that good stuff. But one of the greatest things about their webpage is not just the information, but also that you can go there and listen to any of the shows the first time, the second time, the third time. Send your friends there to hear a show that you heard live but you want them to hear it. These podcasts are amazing. This information is so good and I'm bringing you so much great up-to-date information with the best guests and the best minds in the natural product industry so that you have all the tools you need to put it all together and find out a way to make a decision for yourself and your health. It's so much easier to make when you have the tools at your fingertips, and that's what we want to do. So don't forget, you'll never miss a show. With the podcast being on demand, you can always tune in and go right to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Well, today we're going to be talking about melatonin. It is amazing nutrient and very confusing for some people. I think we know some things about it. There's other things we're going to talk about today. Nobody better to discuss than my friend Neil Levin. If you have not had the absolutely incredible pleasure to hear him in the past, he is a brilliant mind in our industry. He is a go-to person in the natural products industry. Uh, Let me give you some background. Neil is the Senior Nutrition Education Manager and Product Formulator for the Natural Product Manufacturer, Now Foods a board-certified clinical nutritionist who managed health food stores and cooperatives for decades. He is an international lecturer, award-winning industry champion, co-founder and longtime officer of the American Nutrition Association, director of the Mid-American Health Organization, the Midwestern Region Trade Association, and the National Clinical Nutrition Certification Board, and a former technical advisor to the non-GMO project. Having him here is wonderful because we get up-to-date, relevant information, and if there's something going on and kind of festering under the surface, we're going to be able to hear that from Neil, as well as his vast knowledge in whatever topic we're talking about. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Neil.
1: Did you just call me Uncle Fester?
0: I did. (laughs) How you doing?
1: I'm doing okay. How about you?
0: I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Welcome to the new station. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, It's always a pleasure to have you here because you bring such great information. And, you know, I was talking with Marge and we were talking about melatonin. She goes, you got to have Neil do the melatonin show. There's nobody that would have more information than him. And I said, I think you're right. So thank you for doing this. Well, you know what? My my, uh,
1: interviews with melatonin go back to 1995 when melatonin, there was, I guess there was a book about melatonin that came out and it became very popular and uh, health food stores around the country were selling tons of melatonin. And I had the local TV stations in Chicago come in and interview me about melatonin at the time. So, you know, this is kind of a deja vu from, wow, that's a long time ago, almost 30 years ago.
0: You know, it is a long time. We're really dating ourselves, my friend. Um, you know, the interesting thing about melatonin that I think I like so much is that it covers such a lot of different things within the human body, yet a lot of people still think that it only is something that helps with sleep. But there's a lot of other layers to this. It's like an onion, if you will.
1: Yeah, uh, melatonin's a hormone. I'll, I'll give a little a little basic... Uh introduction to it. It's an endogenous hormone. It's a hormone produced in the human body. It's produced in the brain by the pineal gland, uh, and it's also produced in the gut by gut bacteria and cells in the gut. So it has multiple uses in different areas of the body. I actually have an old uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary from the 1960s from when I was a kid, and uh, it listed the pineal gland as a vestigial gland in the brain with no known function. So, within my lifetime, nobody knew what the pineal gland was for. They didn't know what melatonin was or how it worked. You know, we know a lot more about it today, but we still don't know everything. And as you alluded to, there are certain aspects of melatonin functions in the body that are still not well known in the general public. Uh, So what what everyone's probably familiar with, with melatonin, is that it is produced to regulate circadian rhythm and sleep pattern. That is its most famous, popular, well-known use, Uh, helping people get to sleep, helping shift workers, shift their sleep patterns, helping uh, flight attendants or pilots, adjust their sleep habits, or people with uh, changing shifts, their work shifts. Uh, you know, Those are the, the well-known aspects of it. But it does other things. Uh, if you think about regulating the body's circadian rhythm, that means the timing of what occurs in the body in different areas of the body. So not just sleep cycles, when does your stomach acid know to shut down? When does your gut repair know to occur? And if you think of the way highways are repaired, how the road crews will hopefully come out when it's not busy rush hour, they're coming out evenings and weekends doing pothole repairs or things like that. Uh, The melatonin is the scheduler in the body, making sure that those things occur during times when it's not peak use, you know, obviously, not when you're eating or soon after you're eating do you want to repair your GI tract. You want to do that when it's fairly empty hours after you eat, when you're asleep, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening. The melatonin is regulating all these things, but it's a hormone, it's also an antioxidant in the body. It helps protect the cells of the body from oxidative stresses, uh, free radical attacks, those kind of things. So it supports vitamin C and all these other antioxidants in the body as well. So it has a huge repertory of effects while still being mainly known for the one that aiding sleep.
0: You know, so free radical scavenging part of it as well, too. Is that what you said? That's right. You know, so it's it's one of those things where we probably still don't know all of these things, but it's nice that we can learn that there's multiple radiated benefits, you know. I, I love being able to make a recommendation of a nutrient and somebody gets the results that they're trying to achieve, but then they come back to me a couple months later and they say things like, did you know that it also works on this and this and this? And I love hearing that because it means that they're, getting benefits in other areas that they weren't even planning for. It's kind of like a bonus.
1: It is a bonus. And I often tell people that nutrients have side benefits, kind of like the side effects of drugs that you don't expect but are negative. Nutrients have side benefits that are things that are helpful to the body that you also get. And one of the classic examples, uh, a lot of people in uh, natural products industry uh, and in natural health disciplines talk about the many, many different benefits of taking something like magnesium. And I've often seen in print, uh, magnesium has over 300 biochemical reactions in the body that it is uh, contributing to, that are, that it... are. If you don't have magnesium, these things will not occur. The latest number I saw is something like 360 known biochemical reactions. One of them is converting the fats in, like, flax uh, oil to the same kind of fats that are in fish oil. That enzyme that converts it is dependent on magnesium, for example. So there's hundreds of these things for that. You know, melatonin has a number of benefits as well. Uh Now, one thing people should know is that melatonin is actually produced from another hormone called serotonin, which itself is produced from an amino acid called L-tryptophan. So tryptophan is an essential amino acid. We need to eat consume it from the diet. We cannot manufacture it in our body. Uh, certain amino acids are non-essential. You can synthesize them in the body, actually create them in the body, but Some of them, like tryptophan, are essential in in that you have to get them from the diet or including supplements. Mm -hmm. So if you get serotonin, if you get tryptophan, a certain amount of that's going to go into a pathway to serotonin. I've seen estimates maybe 10% at most of tryptophan goes into that pathway. Tryptophan also does other things. It's involved in the uh, vitamin B3 pathway. Uh, it's involved in muscle building, you know. So it, it, again, amino acids have other functions, just like any other nutrient. Uh, so the part that goes into serotonin, some of that can be converted into melatonin, which of course is also available as a supplement. And 5-HTP is the precursor of serotonin, uh, the intermediate between tryptophan and serotonin itself. So taking any of these supplements will tend to increase serotonin as well as melatonin, but taking tryptophan feeds other pathways. It's not as direct. You have to do at least 10 times as much. So taking 500 milligrams of tryptophan would be roughly equivalent to taking maybe 50 milligrams of 5-HTP and only a certain amount of that 5-HTP because that's converting into serotonin. Only part of that serotonin is going to convert into melatonin. And there are limitations on the body making melatonin. Uh, The key one is exposure to light. Exposure to light in the morning and daytime is great. Exposure to light in the evening and bedtime is not great because it does not allow the body to convert serotonin to melatonin. And then you don't have the melatonin you need to sleep and to do the repairs in the body to shut down non-necessary functions and do all the repairs and maintenance is a a feature of having adequate melatonin. Now, one of the worst offenders is what's called blue light, and that's something you get from uh, cell phone screens, from computer monitors, from televisions, and modern cell phones actually have a feature built into them to reduce the amount of blue light they emit. It's uh, related to an eye strain filter. They They have different terminology and different brands, different systems for that. But a lot of them have a blue light reducing feature to make it easier to make the melatonin and go to sleep at night. Of course, melatonin is also available as a dietary supplement that you can take internally. And the original sources back in like the 1980s, were extracted from animal brains. And that with the scares about bad cow disease and people wanting vegetarian friendly products uh, and it, getting the melatonin from that's synthesized, just like it would be in your body, but synthesized in a supplement instead of extracted from an animal brain with a risk of mad cow disease is by far the most preferable and common way to get it nowadays i i it's very rare you would find uh maybe in some of the practitioner brands one that's made from a bovine extract or something as opposed to synthesized in a laboratory just like it's synthesized in our body
0: you know something else and thank you for that that was that was wonderful thank you um And I know people that are listening are going to get really good clarity with this because it is something that we do need to talk more about. And it's nice to know that it's not just for one thing. It's interesting that it is actually a hormone. And I think, you know, people have a hard time because they they wrap their mind around hormones and they don't really think of, you know, natural things being a hormone, but that's what it is. And there's just a lot of health benefits that are associated with using it, you know, and this question came into me a long time ago and I've actually been saving it. I don't know why I've been saving it so long, but it's interesting. Let me read it to you. It says, Hey Jeff, I started taking melatonin on the request of my psychiatrist who said that he wanted to use it to help me with my depression. I thought it was just sleep. I've been on it now for about two months and my depression is much, much better. How does melatonin work on depression? Cause he knew something I didn't know. And I thought I knew it all.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it, it, What's interesting is that some practitioners will actually recommend antidepressants to treat digestive problems. Uh Uh-oh. And what a lot of people don't realize is that the gut and the the GI tract is connected directly to the brain via the vagus nerve, Uh and that neurotransmitters, including serotonin and melatonin, they're both hormones and neurotransmitters, uh, they are communicating between the gut and the brain, as if there is no difference between the two. The gut has sometimes been called our second brain. And the fact that a neurotransmitter being produced or functioning in the GI tract can actually send signals to the brain to let the brain know there's enough here or we need more here or send it somewhere else is kind of interesting. One thing to think about is that melatonin is almost like a dimmer switch for a light. It shuts down to some extent the day function while switching on the night function. Mm. So uh, one article I saw in the New York Times uh, some years ago said that uh, taking a melatonin supplement is almost like taking a dose of sunset tricking your body into feeling like it's nighttime. It doesn't put you to sleep. It tells the body it's time to sleep.
0: Hmm. Okay. You know, I just, The other thing was, you know, Marge and I were talking about how things have changed so dramatically. Cause I mean, I remember when melatonin first came out and It came out with gangbusters, you know, not quite like CBD and things like that, but it was very powerful, its release. And I think I remember I was watching Barbara Walters on TV and she was talking about melatonin and it was just like, that was such a huge impact, that show and that release. And it got very, very popular after that. But do you remember the milligrams were so small? I mean, the dosaging was so small. Was the technology different and we just know more now because now you see it in much higher dosing?
1: Well, when when it first became popular, I'd say in the mid-1990s, the two Mm -hmm. biggest products sold in health food stores were melatonin and St. John's wort. Mm -hmm. And there were popular books at the time. There were television interviews. I was interviewed about those stuff a number of times. Uh, But the original book about it, about melatonin, was, from a researcher and he was typically using amounts of less than one milligram per day. Now, when you're looking at the physiological dose, the amount that the body produces, we're looking at roughly three milligrams a day is believed to be the amount produced by the pineal gland. There might be additional produced in the gut. And in fact, the Journal of Pineal Research has an article I I read some time ago that said Boy, I have some interesting reading. <laughs> uh, it had an article saying that uh, there was far more melatonin produced in the gut than in the pineal gland. So researchers huh. for the last couple decades have mostly been looking at pineal gland and what's being produced there. They have paid less attention to it also being produced by gut bacteria if you have good probiotic microbes in the in the gut. Uh, being produced there and signaling to the brain without even having to travel to the brain to supplement or augment the melatonin produced in the pineal gland. So, you know, knowing that it has additional uses, uh, there was also, I believe, a patent at the time uh, from this doctor that was writing the book and was a researcher, I think, at Harvard, or uh, one of those uh, big universities, Uh, who did the research that caused all this publicity and popularity, Uh, he had a patent on amounts of about half a milligram or up to one milligram. Mm -hmm. So the retail industry came out with things above one milligram. Now, as we've seen more research accumulate over the years, uh, a lot more research over the years, we're seeing that taking that three milligram amount uh, which is approximately what the body would produce uh, in, overnight, or maybe a minimal amount that the body would produce might be a better way to put that, uh, seems to have a, a pretty good effect. Now, if you're taking melatonin for sleep and you wake up groggy, you might think that that the uh, you're getting too much, cut the dose.
0: Do you think that that is a sign of too much for you at that time?
1: So that's one consideration. If you're if you're getting enough melatonin, are you getting too much melatonin? It makes you a little groggy. Uh, it is. I mean, they're using it in cancer research. I, I can't really go into any detail of that with dietary supplements, but it's uh, antioxidant, free radical fighting effects. And, and the the systemic timing of what happens in the body seems to have some benefits in that regard in terms of keeping cells normal. Uh, there's also a recommendation that uh, women who are likely to become pregnant or trying to become pregnant should avoid higher doses of melatonin, that that timing thing could actually mess up their... Uh, fertility to some extent, temporarily.
0: Let me ask you a question. I have a friend that moved to Seattle, and she's a desert rat. She's been out here in the hot weather for the longest time, and she loves it there, but she developed last year, around this time, seasonal depression because of the gloominess. She had to get a light box for her desk, and it did make a difference. But you know what made the biggest difference for her? She started taking on the advice of her psychologist, um, melatonin that had made a dramatic difference. I'm sure you've heard of that A seasonal depression, I guess with the gloominess, she's, she doesn't want to move back. She loves it there, but she said, I just am such a funk, you know, because of the weather. But she said, I feel like myself again.
1: Yeah. And, and actually vitamin D might augment that as well because, mm-hmm. uh, you don't get as much sunlight, uh, that's going to affect that as well. So, uh, the vitamin D production, of course, you may, you can make from sunlight as well as from very limited dietary sources. But uh, from sunlight, you need direct sunlight. You need to have a strong shadow that you could see. And the shadow has to be shorter than how tall you are in order for you to make vitamin D. So, you know, if you're looking at can I make vitamin D from the sun? Do you have a distinct shadow and is the shadow shorter than however tall you are? Those are the considerations in being able to make vitamin D. And some people find vitamin D helps with seasonal uh, mood issues as well uh, as melatonin. So, you know, the two of them have some relationship in terms of of mood and, uh, you know, different aspects of that.
0: You know, I was watching um, a... Visual podcast about a week or so ago and it was a professional bodybuilder a trainer. He was an athlete He was a doctor and a runner and a marathon runner and he was talking about using melatonin For helping to release hgh and i've never heard about that and Maybe I just missed it when i'm in my reading Have you heard about that? Well, I think the connection is going to be
1: Uh, human growth hormone is made while we sleep Mm. So the timing is controlled by hormones, including melatonin. So if you can't get a good night's sleep, you're not going to make human growth hormone, which helps with metabolism and uh, making and maintaining muscle density and mass. You know, All those kind of things uh, require you to sleep and make this hormone that's, that's made from amino acids. There's a number of amino acids used in there. Uh, in the body to make human growth hormone. Uh, Branched-chain amino acids and arginine are are some of the most important, but not the only ones involved. But, uh, you know, the the body is, you know, it has a master timer telling it when to make certain things. That's made overnight when you sleep, so melatonin, of course, has a role in setting the timing for when those kind of things happen.
0: I got it. So... Let's address the white elephant in the room. A lot of people are, you know, they know Thanksgiving, they eat turkey. Does turkey really make people tired and does it really have melatonin that's usable that can actually make you relax? Or are we just stuffed?
1: Uh, <laughs> both. Okay. Melatonin, I mean, there is uh, tryptophan, the amino acid that converts to serotonin and melatonin. There is tryptophan in any source of protein that's complete protein because it's an essential amino acid. Complete protein means it contains all the 11 essential amino acids. I'm sorry, 9 essential amino acids, uh, including tryptophan. Mm -hmm. And so you can make serotonin and melatonin from tryptophan. Now, turkey is a good source of tryptophan, but I think what the researchers have concluded over the years is that, as you said, uh, people stuffing themselves (laughs) is really what's, what's making them sleepy, all that energy going towards digestion. And a protein is the hardest thing to digest. It takes the most energy to digest. Right. So if you're eating a lot of turkey and other things, you're challenging your digestive system, you're taking longer to digest and you just don't have the energy to do other things. It makes you sleepy because, uh, you know, it, there's also a blood sugar effect, and, and uh, if you make this blood sugar go high, your insulin comes out and crashes it down, which makes you feel like you're losing energy and, and, and getting sleepy. You know, so there's other aspects to this as well with blood sugar and things like that. But uh, I, I think... You would get the effect from any protein. You do a protein shake, a smoothie type thing. You would have the same effect if it was simply having the essential amino acids like tryptophan. Mm-hmm. So obviously it has some other cause, and that's mostly overeating. So yes, you're going to make more serotonin and melatonin, but that takes hours. That is not something that happens quickly. So the effect is really the overeating that you're feeling.
0: Okay. Here's a question. I've been saving this one for a while, too, and I think it's important we address it. It says, hey, Jeff, how are you? I've been suggested to take melatonin, but I'm wondering if it will work for me. I was on sleep medication for 10 years, and my new doctor took me off of it. He said I needed to be off of it. I was on it for way too long, and now I'm staring at the ceiling. Did I ruin my chances to get the benefit of melatonin because of being on the pharmaceutical for 10 years? Please advise.
1: Hmm. Well, it's possible that the neurotransmitter brain hormone system is not what it should be after that time. That's not to say that melatonin wouldn't still have the same effect that it would normally have. It's just it's got more challenges to overcome. Uh, something else about melatonin I want to mention. Melatonin is a hormone that rules the night. It's often been called the hormone of darkness or even the vampire hormone because it comes out at night. But there's another. there are other hormones that rule the daytime, and that's your adrenal hormones like adrenaline, cortisol. And they naturally cycle in the opposite way of melatonin. So there's a dance going on of these hormones in the body where when you wake up in the morning and you get sunlight, your melatonin is fading. It usually peaks around 2, p- 2 a.m., by the way, is the normal peak for melatonin in the body. So it'll decline from 2 a.m. on, and by the time you wake up, it was 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever, uh, your adrenal hormones are starting to come up. And they decline overnight. Melatonin suppresses these stress hormones from the adrenal gland to help you sleep. And then during the day, these stress hormones wake you up and get you alert and things like that. They're not supposed to overdo it. They have a certain role. And they peak again in the early afternoon and should be declining over the evening. And then the melatonin will kick in after dark. So there's a natural progression from day to night of how these hormones work in the body. They they are the opposite of each other. If you have a lot of stress and you're making a lot of stress hormones and you're sitting in front of your screens and bright lights and everything till bedtime, mm-hmm. you're not giving your body much chance to make the melatonin, which, which, like I said, takes hours. It's not a quick thing. That's why that... That thing about the uh, Thanksgiving dinner in Turkey is not really accurate because it would take several hours for that
0: conversion to occur. Okay. All right. Here's another question that I have for you. I was at the ophthalmologist. I went in for my checkup at the end of the year to get the checkup in before the end of the year. And as I was there, I really like my ophthalmologist. She's pretty nutritionally oriented, but I was listening to a conversation she was having in the other room. And she was telling the person that they have macular degeneration, um, they have some retina problems, and she said, you might want to think about bringing in some melatonin. There's some new studies with the eyes. I had not heard about that.
1: Well, I mean, melatonin is a systemic Mm -hmm. antioxidant produced in the body, among its other features. Mm -hmm. And macular degeneration is oxidative damage. So are cataracts, by the way. And it's difficult to get antioxidants into the eye. The eye is actually part of the brain, structurally. And it's restricted access via, first of all, the blood-brain barrier that lets single... I mean, the blood-brain barrier, those capillaries are so small, some of the blood cells go through their single file. We're talking about tiny little capillaries that are you know, able to diffuse some nutrients in and take waste out from the brain, but it's designed to be very tight junctions, very fine filter, and to restrict certain things from getting in uh, to protect the brain. For example, oxidated things often cannot get into the brain. Water-soluble things are highly... Uh, restricted from getting into the brain because the brain is mostly fat and water-soluble things are potentially more dangerous in in many ways to the brain. So getting things in the brain means the brain has to recognize that it's necessary and have some kind of transport system, transport protein or, or some kind of way to get it in. Sometimes it's sodium gets it in, sometimes it's phospholipids like lecithin uh, components that that make things go in the brain. Sometimes it's acetyl groups to make acetylcholine in the brain. So, you know, sometimes you need a passport, something attached to the substance mm-hmm. to get it in. And then from the brain, there's other barriers because there's not a lot of uh, blood circulation in the eyes itself, in the main part of the eyeball So, again, it has to diffuse in, which is a slow, uncertain process, kind of like getting things into joint fluids and stuff. You know, it's a a slow thing. It's not a direct thing. Uh, Same thing with getting things into the eye. You're indirectly getting it through the blood-brain barrier into the brain and then from the brain into the eyes, typically. So it's hard to get things in there, but melatonin's in the brain, it's an antioxidant. So you already have an antioxidant that can travel from the brain into the eye and and protect the eye from this damage. That's why sun is the cause of damage from macular degeneration because it's destroying the carotenoids, the fat-soluble antioxidants that are in the center of the eye. The sunlight's actually degrading them, and people aren't eating enough produce containing carotenoids Uh, which are the pigments in uh, colored vegetables, you know, they're the orange and and red to the yellow pigments in in produce, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not getting enough of that either. So melatonin is uh, maybe a cheap available substitute. Maybe it's not doing everything that these carotenoids would do, but it will have at least some impact on that.
0: Okay. No, that's it makes good sense. It's when you think about the vast amount of benefit that it brings when you tie together the antioxidant abilities, the free radical scavenging abilities, the oxidative protective, you know, the relaxation, the brain, I mean there's just so many different things that it covers. It it kind of seems like it's something that like everybody should be thinking about adding in. I mean, or do you think it's something we should wait to use until we have a situation in one of those categories? What are your thoughts? Uh,
1: I I think it's not the first thing I would suggest for people trying to help themselves sleep. I I would suggest uh, stress reduction, Mm -hmm. uh, reducing the exposure to these bright lights and blue lights before bedtime, Uh, you know, other techniques like that, and maybe a glass of uh, chamomile tea or a cup of warm (laughs) milk or something. You know, trying those things first. But if you're if you're going to supplements, uh, melatonin is is a pretty safe way to do that, and you know it's often used for short periods of time. It's used for days, weeks, months, not necessarily every day for the rest of your life. Oh, okay. Good so idea. it it's used to reset your sleep patterns, your endocrine, your your hormonal patterns, your circadian rhythm. And once that's reset, you might not need it as much or or even at all for a while. You know, maybe you need to reset it occasionally, but you know, I, I don't think that's something that people necessarily would take every day like a multivitamin at nighttime or something.
0: I have a friend that travels internationally for business um, twice a month. He only uses the melatonin when he, he goes to Europe. He only uses it when he's in Europe, and when he goes to bedtime in Europe, he takes it at his bedtime in Europe, and then he takes it for like one or two nights when he gets home, and he said it's been his saving grace, but when he's home, he doesn't use it. Is that common?
1: Yeah, that that makes sense, uh, because you're just using it to reset your rhythm. You're, it it's telling the body, okay, we're going to dim the lights, we're going to relax, we're going to let things reset, repair, uh, sleep, slow down. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the ways people have used it, if their stomach acid doesn't shut off at night and they want to take some antacid all night, you know, maybe taking melatonin would shut it down and let the stomach repair. Uh, There's some other weird uses for it like that as well, by the way. Um one of them is uh, people who are getting uh, stomach damage by taking aspirin. Melatonin has been shown to help prevent that damage to the stomach lining, the gastric muc- mucosa, because it's a, fr- it's a free radical damage. Uh, inhibit overnight stomach acid from hydrochloric acid and pepsin, uh, reduces levels of inflammatory markers, increases levels of the protective antioxidants produced in the body, like glutathione and SOD. And, uh, you know, the the damage from aspirin is pretty well-known and common. Uh, But there's some other weird stuff. Uh, Women who have occasional bowel urgency that affects their sleep, they feel like they have to go poop at night, overnight. Mm -hmm. and they have some maybe abdominal pain and rectal pressure, but they really don't have to defecate. And melatonin has been shown to uh, help correct that, taking three milligrams a day for two weeks. People are getting relief from the rectal urgency and the occasional abdominal pain. It's a minor thing, but not if you're
0: suffering from it. Huh, that's interesting. That's, that's, that's a new one there that I did not know that. So I, I haven't heard about that, but I mean, that's, it's, you know, I want to know it all, you know, so. Well,
1: if you so, read the, the journal Gut in 2005, you would have read that.
0: That's probably true. But <laughs> as I'm <laughs> like making I notes, I'm making notes so I can pull it up and read it. Is it in PubMed? <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah, of course. Well, it is interesting. And I, I thank you for this. Let me ask you a question. We're in the new year right now, and if you had to leave people with a thought for the new year, it doesn't have to be on melatonin, it could be on anything, maybe just a couple words of wisdom.
1: Well, one thing is keep it away from kids, especially if you have gummies. Gummies are notorious for not well controlling the dosing mm. in them, because they're really candy. They're It's hard to control them like you can a capsule or a tablet. So uh, they tend to have... W- on, uh, a non-standardized dosing in there where you might have 10 times the dose in one and a tenth as much in another. Uh, keep them away from kids. Kids think they're candy and will eat them. And teenagers have been known to abuse melatonin to the point where they end up in the emergency room. With, uh, you know, taking so much, they almost pass out. and uh, you know, Because they're trying to compensate for poor sleep habits, for the stress levels and everything else of being a teenager. So teenagers and infants are the two groups that most likely are going to overdose on this. Uh, The infants usually by accidental exposure, though some parents have been known to give too much to their kids. And the other one is the teenagers abusing it because they're abusing their bodies because they're teenagers.
0: Okay. Okay. No, that makes good sense. I, I do appreciate that. You know, it's interesting. Are, do other parts of the world use melatonin as much as we do, or are we using it less than they do?
1: Melatonin is fairly well known. Uh, you know, it has been for about twenty-five years or more. Yeah. Uh, so, it is well known among, say, the jet sets, the people who are traveling a lot, mm-hmm. uh, are certainly very knowledgeable about that. About that, it exists. It's sold in a lot of airports. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, We do sell melatonin internationally. I've done trainings on on melatonin in other countries as well, Middle East, for example. So I don't think it's as well-known as as here. And certainly there's a lot more restrictions on dietary supplements, which are often sold as over-the-counter drugs in other countries. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's as well-known or as well-used in other countries.
0: Would melatonin be considered vegetarian and vegan? It is. Okay.
1: Uh, because we're not extracting it from animals anymore. Mm. It's synthesized. It's, it's completely vegan.
0: I, I figured so. I just wanted to make sure. You know, those questions come up sometimes, and sometimes yeah. I, I don't like having the deer in the headlights look. So, so <laughs> well,
1: our, 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 On our melatonin products, they'll all say vegan on the labels. Yeah. Vegetarian slash vegan.
0: No, I think that this is wonderful. Thank you for so much clarity today. This is, you know, it, it's really good to, it's been a long time. since so we talked about one nutrient for an entire hour and that just shows the efficacy of the product and also the versatility and the, the large amount of, of categories that it does cover. So I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, you know, thanks for taking time out of your day to do this and Welcome to the new station, starting another whole year together. I'm so excited. We've been doing this for a long time, my friend.
1: (laughs) We have, and we've both grown a lot during that time in terms of knowledge, experience, and uh, here we are, still doing
0: it. Well, I thank you so much. Um, It's always a pleasure to have you here. I'm your number one fan, so have a great day, and I look forward to our next chat. Thank you, sir.
1: Stay healthy, my friend.
0: Yes, sir. My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods. Kind of an interesting conversation. You know, the nice thing about it is we were able to get into detail. And I really want to try to do a little bit more of that this year. You know, be able to, you know, provide category of choices, but also maybe pinpoint some of the things that we've known about. But we might not have taken the time to really understand all the depths and the layers, if you will, of those individual nutrients. Because isn't it nice that you may be using an ingredient, an herb, a nutrient, a vitamin, a mineral, an amino acid for a specific situation? Isn't it nice that if you learn a little bit, you could be looking for other benefits? Sometimes the other benefits just happen. And it's just very surprising that we're able to be able to have all of those wonderful benefits. So... I think it's amazing that we have these these wonderful things at our fingertips. I mean, most people have heard of melatonin. Most people have heard of it. They've probably tried it in the past. But you might have learned some things today that you just didn't know. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I hope that sometimes when we... Uh, are really looking at the big picture. You know we get a little bit of a a better understanding of where we really are with these nutrients. And maybe it helps us to if we learn a little bit more, it might just be the decisive thing that allows us to to decide if we really want to incorporate that in. So remember, when you when you start thinking about sleep, when you start thinking about the benefits of nutrients, let's say melatonin in this case, uh, I think that we really will understand. That there are amazing things out there. You know, I was having a conversation the other day, and I think Neil alluded to this as well. You know, we, we have learned that there are many, many different things out there, but we have to remember that what works for your friend, your coworker, your neighbor, your other significant other, your kids, your grandparents may not work for you. So I think that's why when you're able to have a conversation, it makes narrowing down the process a little bit easier and really allows us to be able to be better at what we're doing and more successful. You know, I have a, a set of uh, friends of mine, they're identical twins, and I've been known them for a very long time. And they're in their 60s now. And they still look pretty darn <laughs> identical. I've known them so long that I can tell the difference. Some people can't. Um, but they're different. One of them uses L-tryptophan. And L-tryptophan at night for them works well. One of them also uses um, sometimes valerian tea, which stinks terribly, but they like it. It really makes a difference. They did not respond well to melatonin. The other one is all about the melatonin. The tryptophan did not work. Now, here you have identical people with identical genetics and, you know, all these similar things that are identical in their body. But why are they responding differently? Lifestyle. One of them works really hard, like million hours a week, the other one's retired. One of them has cocktails every one night, the other one doesn't. One smokes, one doesn't. One has gained a little bit more weight, the other one still exercises every single day. Even with identical genetics, you may have to try something different. Now, what I'm trying to get to this point is that... When you're able to ask questions and you're able to narrow things down, you will find that we don't all fit in the same box. I hate this idea that we kind of keep getting pushed into the same box. They do this with medications, put all these people on the same medication. And you know what? Many people don't respond. Then they go, well, let's just try another one. And it's just like throwing darts at a dartboard or playing pin the tail on a donkey blindfolded. You know, sometimes a medication is effective enough that will it will really work well for everybody using it. That's great. But even with supplementation, there are going to be people that respond well to something like melatonin, and there's going to be people that it just doesn't sit well with them, and they're going to look more to, like, chamomile or valerian or other things like that that may make a difference. Isn't it nice that we have the availability, but we also have to remember that we have to listen to our body, and we should be asking questions before we even go down that road, you may find right at the very beginning that that's not the way for you to go. And the only way you knew it is you had a conversation. That's the one reason I love going to stay healthy, because I hear these conversations, people are coming in because everybody's confused. You know, Everybody's trying to find a way that will allow them to make a difference in their overall health and well-being. And you know what? That's fantastic. But by having a discussion, you're not guessing anymore. You're actually narrowing things down. So head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, especially if you're dealing with some sleep problems. Maybe you've heard about melatonin. Maybe we hit a couple things today and you're thinking, you know what, I'd like to give that a shot. They can help you out. And of course, you can see all the products from Now Foods that are there every single day. They're in every category of the store. So you'll see the orange labels everywhere. Um, They're that good that they carry them in every category. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They want to celebrate your new year with you. They want to be there to help you and guide you and answer your questions so that you're able to do better with all the things that you're doing. They want you to be able to be more successful, and I just think that that's brilliant. And they want to have conversations. They want to answer your questions because they want you to get what you need to be able to be successful. And that's why they've been so successful. That's why they're in their fourth decade. That's why they're Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. You can call them, 877-2494-877-2494. And you can actually start, you know, learning different things from the get-go. Did you know that You can mail order your stuff. What if you're too busy to head to the store, but you want the best stuff and you want to be able to get a question answered, they can also mail it to you. They have mail order services. Give them a call, 877-2494. What if you're really busy, but you really need your stuff and you're doing so well and you don't want to run out and let's say it's a day when you're working, but you really need it, but you you can break away for maybe a half hour, call them up, 877-2494. This is what I need. Can you get it all grouped up for me so I could just run in and grab it and be on my way? There you go. They want to make sure that you have what you need. They're going to help you out with that. And don't forget when you go in, always fill out the drawing slip for the basket of the month giveaway that they do every month. Sometimes they do two baskets and they come from and they come from their brand new. uh, I guess from their I would say brand new. I'd say maybe best of the best companies, the ones that they like the best, their favorite companies. I was there yesterday, and I was looking at some of the baskets. They're awesome. You know, they start about $150 in value, but these are jam-packed full of stuff. You want to fill out a slip. You might just be winning this basket, and it's loaded with stuff. So definitely do it. It's just a great service that they put together for you, and they make sure that you have the availability of being able to win these. Just fill out a slip. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Listen to any of the podcasts. Remember, if you can't tune in live, it's okay. Courtesy of Lotus Broadcasting and my awesome producers. All of my shows are recorded, podcast, and on demand. They send me a link. I send it to Lisa. She posted on stayhealthylasvegas.com. Go there anytime. Listen to any of the shows on demand. I don't want you to miss a guest. I don't want you to miss a topic. This is so important in today's world. We have to take control of our health and well-being. And the best way to do that is to have the knowledge to make the decisions. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, eight seven seven twenty four ninety four. 2494 Check out all the Now Foods. Ask them about melatonin. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy radio show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being. With the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive, on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.